Hello and welcome to Builder Buds. My name is Ronnie and this is the series on my channel <coughs> where I have to clear my throat before I tell you that uh, I purchased this journal. Chad Littlefield came up with this. It's all about asking powerful questions. It's a guided journal. This will be the second entry. So instead of writing a bunch of stuff in this journal, I thought it would be fun to kind of go through this and to make videos about it as well because um, I don't like to write a whole lot and uh, I thought that it would be a great way to share my journal, my thoughts with the world at large. That sounds very dangerous, doesn't it? And I'm not, uh, I'm not feeling it <laughs> so far because I've already recorded this once. I recorded it last week and uh, apparently I deleted the footage. And I think it was another 15 minute or so video. So that's a bummer. But you know what? Nothing to do but to go through and do it again, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> Positivity. Let's go. The entry for this prompt is to write a rough draft of an initial intent statement. Don't worry about getting it right. This is just a start. So what is an intent statement? An intent statement uh, has us consider the future. We're going to travel through a series of questions that pull that future into the present moment. We begin by creating an initial intent statement. The root word of intent is intendere, from Latin meaning to stretch. When you make an intention, you are inviting yourself and others to stretch, to grow, and evolve towards something greater, towards something purposeful. An initial statement expresses what you're aiming for, what your purpose is, or what you plan to achieve. Notice that the statement does not include plans for how you're going to achieve your goal. That comes later. When completed, a powerful intent statement will answer questions like, what are we aiming to achieve? What is the overall picture that needs to be clear for us to fully leverage our investment of time? And how can individuals be accountable for the whole team? So I have actually gone through the paces of writing down some different things for this one. And I will go through that with you now. Maybe I can do it a little bit quicker than uh, originally that I did, but we'll see. What are we aiming to achieve? What do I want in my life? What I want in my life, uh, the first thing that came to my mind was financial freedom. I think that finances are something that will keep you from doing the things that you ultimately really want to do. And uh, I'm very fortunate that um, I came across Mr. Dave Ramsey and he talked about how you should not have hardly any debt uh, you should have no debt, actually, is what he says, and I have done my best to start to uh, trend towards that lifestyle. So um, in my life, to help work towards that, I paid off my student loans, I paid off my car loan, uh, I paid off major house repairs that I had to do in just one year, um, and now I've only got one piece of debt to my name, which is my house, this palace that surrounds me, this this beautiful green wall is technically owned by a bank <laughs> right now. But uh, someday I want to have my house paid off and have no debt. And can you imagine the amount of Lego sets that I can buy with absolutely no debt or payments each month? I could own a Tesla. Ooh, fancy. I would love that. But, you know, then again... That's probably not the right thinking. You'll wind up in debt, but I want financial freedom. I would love to achieve that at some point in my life, like very soon. I refinanced the loan on my house from a 30-year 
fixed interest rate, 5% interest rate mortgage. I think that started maybe seven years ago, and I just refinanced it last March to a 3.25 15-year mortgage that I pay additional principal on every single month. So hopefully, you know, maybe within 10 years, I'll have uh, this, this palace paid off and I'll have no debt to my name. So by the time I'm 47, because I'm 37 now, had to do some quick math there. By the time I'm 47, uh, debt-free, that sounds pretty good to me because I'll still have probably 15 or so years left of uh, actual working. And that could be 15 years of everything that I make just goes into a savings account, setting me up for the ultimate retirement. Okay. I'm not doing any cuts in this. I'm not editing anything, so beware of that. So you're going to see me rubbing my nose and, and all of that stuff and things and such. The next thing I want to achieve, meaningful and fulfilling work. I really love my job right now. I'm fulfilled by it. I'm pretty good at it, I think. People people say that, hey, Ronnie, you're good at technology integration training. Thank you for that. So I'm like, I guess I'm good at it. Uh, I enjoy it. It pays the bills and then some. It allows me to live a very comfortable lifestyle. So I would like to not screw that up. <laughs> um, my position is not something like if I were working in a school district, the school district gets money to pay for salaries. That doesn't happen where I'm working. I have to be able to kind of fund my own salary. And, and I do that in a variety of different ways, whether it's training whether it's subscriptions to the website that I've developed. Um, but so far, so good. And uh, I'll just need to keep evolving with that. But I want to continue to have fulfillment at work and to feel like I'm doing something meaningful that uh, helps people. And I think that it is. Last on our list is to have a happy and successful and thriving Beckett. I think he's a happy little dude as it stands right now. Um, I think that... When you look at him as a person, is he successful? I would say that he is. He's well-fed. He is well-loved. Um, he doesn't want for anything in life other than more, 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 which, I mean, we could probably work on that a little bit more. But uh, I want him to have the world. So I'm not going to apologize too much about uh, spoiling my kid. He's the only one I've got. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure that he's a good person, that he's a good, decent person and does good things in life. But uh, for the most part, within reason, uh, I don't want him to want for anything. So I want him to be happy. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll push and encourage him to do the things that he enjoys doing, not the things that are going to make him rich, because he'll be uh, a rich man just if he's doing a career that he loves, that he feels like, uh, every day he wakes up and he goes to work, but he doesn't really go to work. And so it's it's kind of like what I do. It's like, they pay me to do this? That's that's cool. I get paid to do this. And, and I want the same thing for him. The next kind of set of questions is, what is the overall picture that needs to be clear for us to fully leverage our investment of time? So in order for me to have financial freedom, what I need to be clear is how much money I need to save versus how much money I need to spend uh, really looking at that bank account and not just at the total number of dollars that are in my various accounts, but really being intentional about understanding, hey, I spent a lot of money last month on groceries. Do I really need to have the finest cuts of meat? 
I do. I, I like the fine fine cut. And I say that, but I'm I'm kind of a cheapskate too when it when it comes to all aspects of life. Really, uh, I don't I don't need the Wagyu A5 brisket. Uh, I'll buy the choice brisket, and if you put enough smoke and time and intention on anything, it's going to turn out tasty. So I just need to be more intentional about uh, how much money I'm saving. Because some months I will just set out and I'll set aside $500 into the savings account right from the get-go. That way it's just not in my checking account and I don't spend it. But then my issue there is whenever I get to the end of the month and maybe I've got a little bit extra left over, a lot of times I'll just carry that over or wind up spending it. So I think what I'm going to do is at the end of the month, I'm just going to have the mindset the whole time of you don't need to spend all the money. You don't need to spend all the money. And then at the end of the month, whatever is left over, whatever I get paid, whatever's above whatever I get paid is just going to go right into the savings account. And we'll see how that goes. You know, maybe some months it'll be more than others. I mean, I'm sure that it's going to fluctuate a little bit, but uh, it would be nice. Uh, I remember whenever I first refinanced my house, like those couple of months before that, I was putting an extra $1,000 towards my uh, principal, my house principal. So that was in addition to my house payment. And looking back on that, I'm like, how did I ever afford to do that? And it was because I was intentional and I set that money aside and I had a goal and I stuck to it. I don't want to go that extreme because I had the big house uh, expenditure where I had to do some improvements around here. So the savings account isn't where I would like for it to be. But as soon as I get that savings account where I would like for it to be, you know, maybe I go back into throwing an extra thousand dollars a month on my house payment and getting that paid off by the time I'm 40 or 45 or you know somewhere in there, just a little bit sooner. I think I think that's the kind of thing that I need to to really think about is that every little bit that I put towards paying off my debts is an excellent investment. It's money in my pocket because 3.25 interest rate over a period of 15 years is thousands and thousands of dollars. And the sooner I can get that paid off, the more money I'm going to save. The second thing, feedback from customers and my bosses. So how can I have meaningful and fulfilling work? The overall picture that needs to happen in my mind is that I need to do a better job of reaching out to my customers and my bosses at Greenbush and asking for feedback. The customers and the bosses are all willing to provide that feedback. I just need to not be afraid to reach out and go and get it. I think that I've, I've fallen into the trap previously of asking for feedback and whenever I get it and it's maybe not necessarily the, the thing that I want to hear, I'll maybe rebel against that and come up with feature or come up with excuses and I'll say, ah, well, but, you know, <laughs> things like that. And instead of that, I just need to close this and open both of these. We've got two ears to listen and only one mouth, and that's because we're supposed to listen twice as frequently as we speak. And I need to do that more, so I need to reach out to those folks and and get some feedback about my work, because I can't get better unless I know what it is that I'm doing that uh, my customers maybe think need some improvement or my bosses. The third part, how can we make Beckett a more happy, successful, and thriving Beckett? Exposure. Exposure to stuff. Talking with him about what he's passionate in you know, taking him to things that he doesn't necessarily want to go do. If it isn't toy hunting or playing with toys or watching TV, if I ask him if he wants to go and do something, his initial response is always going to be, 
nah, no, 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 I don't want to. I don't want to do that. But I want to say like nine times out of ten, if I take him to something, he he enjoys it. He has fun. He learns something different. And I think that that's important in life. Getting ourselves out of our own comfort zones is something that we all need to do. That is where true growth happens. Is whenever we go and do something that's a little bit different. And so I need to do that more often with Beckett. I need to uh, take him to museums, and uh, I don't know. I can't think of any other things off the top of my head. But just take him to different places and do different things, and not just get stuck in the rut of doing what's comfortable, but doing what is uncomfortable and therefore experiencing maybe some more potential growth within that. Uh, Talking with him about what he's passionate about. (laughs) At five years old, I can tell you what he's passionate about. He's passionate about Godzilla. He's passionate about Mario. He's passionate about PJ Masks. He's passionate about food. And... uh, as he grows up and becomes his own person, starts to develop his own thoughts and feelings, we just need to continue asking him that and and providing him the opportunity to talk to us about the things that he enjoys in life. I need a drink of water. I'm getting parched. Delicious. Oh, have you guys seen that before? My builder bugs mug. My ex-wife gave me that, I think, for Father's Day a couple years back. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. So yeah, that's what we can do with Beckett. Just keep talking to him about the stuff that he's interested in. And then uh, if we find out that he's interested in something, exposing him to it. Oh, you're interested in football. Okay, well, let's go and attend an NFL game. Let's go and watch the Friday night football game. Let's get you signed up for flag football, right? Those kinds of things. Last little section here. How can individuals be accountable for the whole team. So on the topic of financial freedom, I need to review my bank account monthly and look for additional ways to save. Kind of already covered that. I don't really think that there's anything else that I need to say other than I just I just dream of the day when I have no more debt. I know that it's the way to further happiness. People say that money can't buy happiness, and I think that the people that say that maybe don't have a ton of money to throw around. And uh I just, I just imagine, I think about my own experiences and the times in my life when I was the most stressed, and it was whenever that bank account was dwindling down, and I wasn't sure that I'd be able to afford rent, or I wasn't sure if I'd be able to afford groceries. Now, I've got people in my life that won't ever let me go hungry or won't ever let me go homeless. However... There's a point of pride there as well that you just don't want to rely on other people, especially after you're my age and you've kind of established yourself. You know, you, it's not a good look <laughs> to go month to month and to see that, that bank account drain down and down and down. Last month, I had that situation because uh, I got a credit card and it got a little bit out of hand with all of the Lego clearance stuff that was going on. Typically what I do with my Lego business is whatever money I generate with my Lego business, that's the money that I use to buy. However, with Lego clearance season, sometimes I will go beyond that uh, if I didn't plan accordingly and I didn't have enough money in my PayPal account. If the deals are that good, they only come but twice a year, so I will make an exception. And the the trope that I've... Trope, is that the right word? The, The pitfall that I had 
this year was that I, I got a Walmart credit card because they were offering an additional 5% back on everything you purchase. I do that year-round on Amazon. I use the Amazon card and I don't carry a balance. Whatever it is that I spend, I just pay that off and then I go into the next month and I pocket 5%. So I decided, well, I'll just do that with Walmart. It works really good with Amazon. The problem with that is that I spend more money at Walmart than I do Amazon, and especially with the Lego stuff. I think the last two months I've had a $900 bill for my uh, Walmart credit card. And that's that's just obscene. You don't plan for that amount of money to just be wiped out of your account every month because I didn't carry a balance. But of course, since I spent $900 on that credit card bill uh, with borrowed money essentially, that meant that the money was a little bit tighter the next month. So I think that the, uh, the long and short of that, my advice to you, Beckett James Williams, if you're watching this in the future, you can have a credit card, but do not carry a balance and probably don't do more than one at a time. It's a great way to build credit, you know, especially whenever you're younger, you want to do all of the things that you can do to establish yourselves and to increase your credit scores so that you have opportunities to uh, purchase homes at a better interest rate. Someone is at the front door. Speak of the devil, there's an Amazon order that just arrived. <laughs> But yeah, don't uh, don't carry balances from month to month on those credit cards. And and if you fall into the pitfalls that I did, uh, just know that that it's a real possibility that your funds are going to be a little bit shorter the next month, and you're going to be uh, looking for your deep freeze to to find meals, <laughs> so that you don't have to go and uh, and buy groceries, and you can save the money that way. Okay, the next part of this. Uh, how can I be accountable for a meaningful and fulfilling work experience for myself? So I said I need to be more proactive in reaching out to customers and my boss for feedback, which again, I already covered that uh, in, in the last part. And I just need to continue nailing that thought and idea home. Uh, it's not natural for me to reach out to people and especially to ask them for feedback. Uh, but I got really good feedback from a district last week that had canceled their subscription to the website that I developed. And they said it was just because, you know, people weren't using it like they thought they would. So I suggested that we have a little training session to show people how to get on the site, how to use it. And they're like, yeah, we'll give it a shot. You know, it's worst thing that we can do is to try. And if it doesn't work, no big deal. So I just need to be more proactive and, and reach out to people to find out ways that I can make things with my work better for them. Last but not least, how can we make a happy, successful, thriving Beckett? How can individuals be accountable for that? I should support Beckett by taking him to different things and encouraging him to try those new and uncomfortable things. Uh, another thing that I need to do is strive to maintain a positive relationship with his mama. Um, Obviously, at some point within our relationship, things dissolved, and they were not copacetic. However, we have always maintained the thought that Beckett above everything else, and we are never going to be the people that uh, dislike each other. Uh, we're never going to be the people that argue in front of Beckett. We can have our disagreements, but we for darn sure agree on the point that we need to be a team, a unified front when it comes to uh, raising Beckett and, and ha just having his best best interests in mind. <laughs> uh, the other part of that is that um, 
how can individuals be accountable for the whole team? Well, Beckett is a part of this team, and one thing I want him to start to do as he gets a little bit older is to be more accountable and to just be more open to doing things. And I think that will come as I kind of push him into doing things and he discovers, oh, I don't have to always do the same three things over and over and over again. I can try something new and it's fun. So I want him to kind of develop that mindset that there's a lot of places and things to do in this world and that it might be fun for me to go out there and try some of them. So uh, that's it. That's episode two. That's journal number two. I sat down for this one because I've been uh, I've been standing all day for, uh, for work, and uh, I was kind of deflated and defeated because I really felt like the original recording I did I did a pretty good job of talking about all of that. And this one it was it was okay. It was fine, you know. Uh, but really, this is this is you know more long form content that I don't want to get into and edit a whole bunch. I want it to be kind of just a off the cuff. This is how I think. This is how I feel kind of thing. Uh, but hopefully the next time that I record one of these, I, uh, I won't delete the footage <laughs> and I won't have to uh, re-record it. But regardless, uh, hope you guys enjoyed watching Mr. Beckett. Hope you're doing well out there in future land. I'm envisioning him sitting down and watching these and being like, Hopefully, my dad was cool, and he loved me. That's that's the goal. So, hope everybody's doing well. I'll see you in the next video. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>